0: The Science Inside Podcast. This is The Science Inside with DJ Keys and Elna. Welcome to the show. It is Science Inside. My name is Elna Schertz.
1: And I'm DJ Keys.
0: In our very last show for the year, Can You Believe It Keys, tonight is the last one we're doing.
1: It's actually been a long journey, eh? Mm,
0: Yeah. I think it's been almost 40 shows this year covering such a wide variety of topics. Of talking to different scientists. And I hope that everybody who listens has taken something away from it, mm-hmm. at, you know, learned something new about science, or just taken away the fact that science can be really weird and funny at times.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, today on our last show, we're going to look at some of the world's sustainable resources. I'm pretty sure you all know by now that we need to take care of these resources and they need to be retained for future generations. So they can be enjoyed And that's natural resources like minerals, water, food But also electricity, gas, chemicals
1: That's actually a lot of them And I have to say an increase in the world population Will automatically obviously result in a need For more of these resources to be made and used right? So I think it ultimately mean that The resources themselves had a lot of demand to deal with There's a lot of pressure on them And that on its own also comes with a bit of a problem When it comes to managing them Definitely. There
0: needs to be one of the things I think that are, that is quite important is a better balance between how we share these resources between less economically developed countries, especially those with a background of colonialism, mm. and those more developed countries. Yeah. And it's really important that we conserve these natural resources for generations through sustainable management. That's exactly how we are going to use them.
1: That's exactly my thoughts, Alan. I mean, I also believe that we can actually make all the noise we want about alternative resources, this and that. I mean, we can even take it as far as developing alternative resources and in order to, so to speak, ease the strain on the the resources that we have right now. But the point is, alternative resources can also be very expensive and maybe also take time to also develop. So we need to cherish what we have at the moment. I mean, if you think about nuclear at the moment, the debate going on, a lot of people think it will work, but it comes at a very high cost, you know. Mm. So natural resources could actually be more efficient and uh, and actually can be used more efficiently rather than prevent them from being used rather quickly or quicker than actually they should be.
0: And at the end of the day, I don't think there are any silver bullets. Nothing is going to change the fact that we are using yeah. our planet. We need to use it to continue to live. Yeah. But how can we do that better with the least impact in the most renewable way? Yeah. And in, in that way, Allow the really precious natural resources to live more comfortably, if I can say it like that.
1: Yeah. You know, whenever people think about natural resources, people obviously don't necessarily think about the things that they use on a daily basis, right? So I think it it would kind of help to remind people uh, what extent we actually do rely on these natural resources, you know?
0: Hmm. And I think every single one of us throughout our day today we've used uncontaminated water hopefully we have eaten food that has made us sick and in fact probably is making us healthier we have access to clothing and shelter we all probably live in a city that's not making us sick with pollution you know these are all things that we are using you and i are now on radio because we have electricity these are all things that aren't even a luxury they're not something that you naturally have this you know this huge access to, it should be appreciated that you are able to access them.
1: I like the fact that you actually mentioned a lot of things that a lot of people would generally use in their daily lives, so it's kind of more beneficial for you and I for everybody else to actually come up with ways to try and limit the damage that is caused to the environment, you know?
0: exactly because that's going to make the the difference in future and that's how we do it through sustainable resource management that's exactly how we can mitigate mitigate this uh, this damage and it's really up to us to try to encourage more sustainable practices we need to preserve animal and plant lives for the future future generations and one very obvious example that we keep bringing up on the show but it's so true is recycling and it's easy to think oh no I don't do that but maybe you really should I honestly think we've stepped out of the phase where uh, recycling, or you know, using less water—is this hippie sort of green idea? It's really something that we all need to be doing, not because it's cool, but because it's
1: necessary. And also talking about some of the things we've been speaking about on the show, I know that uh, limiting carbon emission is also one of the things we've touched on in previous shows. And I do remember, obviously, while I was doing research for that particular show, coming across something known as a resource substitution. Right. So this is basically, in a sense, uh, a resource substitution that uh, it's where renewable air resources are basically used instead of the resources we use today. So, for example, electricity, which is an example we used about you and I being on radio, that can actually be produced using some renewable resources such as wind or even solar instead of coal as we are doing right about now, you know?
0: Mm, and it gives you the same output but so much less of a footprint. It still has, re- it still has consequences, sure, but much less. So, I think we can go on and on about this. We've spoken so much about it, as rightly we should. But that's what we are focusing on today in the show, to think more about how we can, um, we can shepherd these resources better and really make sure that they can survive longer.
1: Yeah, and I think it will help to also come up with new ways to maybe even produce more energy and sustaining ways that we already are doing it, as well as exploring others. I mean, it will take us forward in a way, you know.
0: Mm. Today on the show, we do this by finding out how we can take better care of our food
1: resources. In Africa, we say a hungry man is an angry man. That when the stomach is at ease, the city is at ease. In our second story, we find out how water and energy are closely linked and crucial resources. Uh, uh, I think there is much effort to be done at the level of water demand. There is a huge amount of water lost in agriculture, for instance. So we should improve the efficiency of, uh, of irrigation in agriculture. And in between those two stories, we'll of course have a lighter note with our Unscience feature. And today's Unscience is about how people... Cannot stop leaving their gum under a table. You know when you go to Mm -hmm. a restaurant or back in high school, how gross it was to try touch the underneath of your table and then there's gum there.
0: Mm, P.S.A. Like we must stop that. I can't handle it.
1: There's a way to stop it.
0: (laughs) I'm very keen to hear that. Before we get into all of that, we'll go into our news. But as always, you can find us on social media. Share your stories with us
1: on facebook as the science inside can send us whatsapp voice notes on 084
0: we're on twitter as at vow and make sure you use that hashtag science inside next up we get into a story about food security